Jesus taught us to speak truth to every lie. So today on Better Together, we're learning how to use the Word of God to take negative thoughts captive. Nicole Binion, Dr. Dee Dee Freeman, Dr. Robin Wilkerson, and Amy Dockery are with me. Come on, let's talk about it. The battlefield of our mind is probably the most important thing that needs to be addressed yeah. in every generation, mm -hmm. but really in, in this generation, it's, it's the seedbed, it's the garden of everyone's life. Mm -hmm. And we forget about it because it's unseen. Mm -hmm. I think we tend to all the things that we see so much. As a young girl, I dealt so much with oppression and depression, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I probably wouldn't have called it that back then, mm -hmm. and, and it wasn't something that was talked about a lot, right. but I would say to my mom in my frustration, I just don't want to live. Mm -hmm. wow. And I spent a lot of time as a loner, a lot of time reading, studying. I just didn't feel like I fit really with any group. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I remember her really coming against that spirit of death and praying wow. for me. But she said something so powerful to me because I, I recognized that I had a a fruitful mind. I recognized that mm -hmm. I had the ability to really understand really deep things and I was kind of older than I was with my age. Mm -hmm. But as I grew, I remember saying to my mom, you know, I thought I conquered this when I was a teenager. Why am I dealing with these negative mm -hmm. thoughts again? Mm -hmm. And I was married and had children at the time. And she said, Amy, because your mind is like this beautiful garden. You've got great soil. And think about, we were at the time we were at her house in Flagstaff and she said, look at the side of this mountain. It's covered with wildflowers and weeds and, and the beautiful things grow as well as the negative things. Right. There's poison oak yes, and poison yes. ivy and all of these things. And she said, that's how you're, you've got to look at your mind that way because you're good soil. Yeah. even the negative things will flourish. Yes, yes. And if you look at it that way and go everything in nature and even in the supernatural is looking for an opportunity to proliferate, mm -hmm. to grow. Mm -hmm. So even lies grow really quickly yes. in a good soil, mm -hmm. right? Wow. And so for me to recognize that, I went, wait a minute, mm -hmm. that means this is always going to be something I have to tend. Mm -hmm. I've got to always have my attention on this because I want the trees, I want the oaks mm -hmm. to grow, mm -hmm. but the soil is also going, going to be a place where the negative seed mm -hmm. takes root really quickly. Mm -hmm. And yesterday, I love, Robin, how you brought up the idea that um, everything negative wants to take a place, but we it, we don't necessarily overcome those things overnight. No, that that being free from the spirit of fear and trauma and things that have happened to us, mm -hmm. we have to walk out our freedom and we walk out our deliverance. And I think that's so important for us to see that perspective as I have to wake up every day and go, okay, what took root yesterday? What where's a weed that I need to pull? Right. Because weeds grow really quick and they pop up really mm -hmm. fast. Mm -hmm. And it it can look like they're they're more against us than are for us. Mm -hmm. But when we look at our mind and the battlefield of our mind and go, okay, I want oaks to grow. So if the word of God, like you talked about yesterday, is planted deep in my heart and my spirit, it's my job then to continue to tend that, to water it, right? Yeah. To take care of it and to keep pulling up anything that would steal space. 
Renewing your mind can redirect your thoughts by breaking the record that's playing over and over. The enemy wants to get us on a loop of defeat. And the first lie he wants us to agree with is that God is not for us. It started way back in the garden and he comes to us today and really tries to get us to sign on to the belief that we are victims. And when we renew our mind, that means we step away from conforming to the pattern of this world, which the pattern of this world is striving. It is trying to make things happen on your own. It's not leaning into another higher power and another source. So when we renew our mind, that means that we, we hit reset. We don't just follow the pattern of this world. We are transformed. And that means that on the in, from the inside out, transformation doesn't happen from the outside in. So from the inside out, we choose first. I'm gonna believe God is for me. I'm gonna step away from the lie that the enemy's serving me right now. And I'm going to break into a new direction where God is leading. Because whatever you've been thinking before, those patterns, they haven't been working for you. When you end up recognizing that doesn't matter what you do, you never feel like you're enough, that's an inside problem. That's not an outside problem. This is why renewing our mind is so important. And the greatest way to do that is to read the Word of God because it enforces, it creates this foundation stone underneath our lives to where we can fall on the rock and we can lean into what it is that God says about our lives and everything else can go away. One trick that I really learned about a truth-filled mind, and that's our subject today, was the idea that I can't overcome a negative thought with just a positive thought. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm. It That's leveling the playing field. So, if, for instance, did you guys ever see the movie years ago that came out? It was... Um, it was Raiders of the Lost Ark or something, I think. It was a, one of those Harrison Ford movies uh, about, uh, was it Indiana Jones? And he he has a gun, and the guy that he's going to fight <laughs> has all these big swords. Uh -huh. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. And, he, yeah. and he starts flipping all these swords right. and doing all these you know crazy tricks. And that's essentially how I see, that's what the enemy does in my mind, mm -hmm. yeah. in my thought life. You know, and thoughts are like like a weapon, like a knife, like mm -hmm. a short blade. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you show up at a knife fight, though, with gunpowder, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. then like he did, the knives are irrelevant right. because he had a gun. So he just was like, I don't even have to get close to you. Right. Because I have a weapon mm -hmm. that is more powerful. Mm -hmm. So what I've in recognized. In other words, you lose. <laughs> yes, in other words, you lose. Yeah. So what I've learned about the battle that's up here with thoughts is to take a greater weapon, which is a word, a Absolutely. spoken word. Yes. Yes. So when I have a thought that is against me and it's going on up here, like Amy, you know, you have stage, you've got a stage four diagnosis. Mm -hmm. So the word about you, the opinion is you're not going to live. Mm -hmm. Essentially, um, whatever is happening up here, I tell on the enemy. Mm -hmm. So because he, he's a, he's a mouse with a microphone. Right. He doesn't mm -hmm. have a microphone unless I give him one. Right. So whatever's happening up here, he doesn't have a voice mm -hmm. to, to spread that. And that's what I think is so dangerous about when we have, we say, oh, I'm having a 
a really bad day and we want to share that with everybody and we want that five minutes. It's not a bad day. It's five minutes that you've right. given the whole right. day to. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But when we continue to spread whatever's going on up here mm -hmm. and repeat every negative mm -hmm. lie, we then give him a microphone. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And so what I've learned is the thoughts are like a knife mm -hmm. in spiritual warfare and then and then words are like are like a gun and then an action is like an atomic mm -hmm. bomb. Mm -hmm. And essentially when the enemy is coming to disqualify you up here. Mm -hmm. If you, if you take a contrary word mm -hmm. that says, wait a minute, no weapon formed against me will prosper. And our scripture for today is in second Corinthians when it says we demolish yes. every argument and every stronghold that would raise itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought. Mm -hmm. And what I've recognized is any thought you don't take captive, mm -hmm. you're taken captive by. Mm -hmm. yes. 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 And that, that's why there's power in telling on the enemy and saying, you know what, this is what I'm hearing the enemy say, but I know he's a liar. I know yeah. he can't tell the truth. So yeah. I, I must be the opposite of mm -hmm. what he's accusing mm -hmm. me of, mm -hmm. right? Because yeah. he's yeah. the disqualifier. Oh, mm -hmm. So if he's a liar, then mm -hmm. whatever he's saying I'm disqualified from must be exactly what, what? what? God yeah. is qualifying <laughs> me to do, right? Yeah. It's yeah. the test yeah. and the testimony. It's the mess and the message. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. We are exactly what God has created mm -hmm. us to be, mm -hmm. but he doesn't just give us this stamp of approval mm -hmm. that, oh, you're awesome. You're untouched because I'll tell you where, uh, let me give you a practical example of how I've taken a thought captive is I have been diagnosed with breast cancer, stage four breast cancer in 2020. And, um, I am, I haven't heard the word remission yet, but I have heard the word resurrection. My doctor <laughs> said, you are a walking miracle and I I'll take that. Yes. Resurrection's even better yes. than remission. Yes. Um, so with that though, in mind is the, the weapon that's formed against me then is this diagnosis, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so whenever I, I come to that conversation every day before my eyes flicker open and whatever it is with you, it's your mountain mm -hmm. yeah. that, that word before I realize that word cancer has been spoken over my life, mm -hmm. I, there's joy. And then all of a sudden this word, and then I, I, I felt this heaviness that I would have to take authority every single day yeah. and tell on the enemy and say, this is what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that I'm not going to live. Mm -hmm. I'm hearing that I'm not going to survive. And I would tell on the enemy and say, this mm -hmm. is what I'm hearing. But because he's a liar, yeah. then I have to go, this is the opposite it mm -hmm. then because God's actually qualified me, not disqualified me. And the practical side of this is, uh, this woman asked me to pray for her. She needed knee replacement and I had so much faith for her. I prayed in the altar and I felt so much faith. And then I left and walked to the green room. And as I was walking to the green room, I heard this voice of disqualification mm -hmm. say right here, what right do you have oh, yeah. to pray for healing? Mm -hmm. Look at your life. Look at your story. You're not qualified to talk about disease. You're not qualified to speak. Who are you? You have no authority. Mm -hmm. And by the time I got in the car, mm -hmm. there was such a funk on me. My husband's yeah. like, what is going on? And yeah. I said, I have to tell you, I, who am I? 
And then the Holy Spirit just rose up in me and said, you know, Amy, who do you think is qualified? Someone who's never had a headache? Do you think somebody who's never walked through the valley of the shadow of death has any idea what that feels like to have the word cancer spoken over them? You actually are qualified because you have walked through this. Because you're still contending for a miracle, you're qualified to pray for someone else. Quit, right. right. Come on. No, because it's not, I'm not enough for oh, the miracle, but the, the weaker I am, Paul says, you know, when yeah. I am weak, then I am strong yes. because I boast in my weakness, in my infirmity, in my hardships. Mm-hmm. So I realize the qualification that can be lost up here. Right. Whatever your story is, whatever your struggle is, mm-hmm. comes yeah. to that place where the enemy goes, sit up, sit down and shut up. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially what he wants all of us to do is right. go, oh, yeah. I'm not qualified. I better shut up. I better mm-hmm. sit down. Mm-hmm. Who am I? So the key is to be aware and recognize that not only is it the devil, I mean, I people kind of get nervous yeah. when you say that, but not only is that the case, it's happening to everybody and we need to recognize that if it is words that is diminishing right Mm -hmm. if it's slanderous if it's stealing our joy our power Mm -hmm. our mission then where did that voice come from? Right. Mm-hmm. And if it's condemnation, it's not God. It's, it's not God. Right. It comes it's in an conviction. Awareness. Yes. Yeah. This started in the Garden of Eden. Yes, yes. 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 When, when you know, they start covering up mm-hmm. because of their shame. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. You know, we, we're not enough. We're yeah. not, you know and covering themselves up. Yes. And then God goes, who told you, told you that, that yes. you were yes. naked? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. exactly. Yeah. Who told you? Yeah. Who told you that you weren't the healed of the Lord? Right. Mm-hmm. Who told yes. you that your, that your joy so could be... T- who yeah. told you? Yeah. Right. Because yeah. that yeah. is who, not... Yeah. that you've been listening to? The father yeah. of lies. The devil yeah. cannot yeah. tell the truth. And I love how Jesus portrayed spiritual warfare for us. Mm. Satan came to him and said, yeah. if you are, right. if, if you're qualified, yeah. <laughs> if prove you it. are the son yeah. of God. That's what he God, wants, you to prove here, it. Yeah. Show yeah. it to me. Yeah. And all he does, all Jesus does, is he speaks truth yes. to life. That's Man that's shall it. not live yes. by bread alone. Yes. And he, he just truth back to a lie. And then finally he says, Satan, you get behind me. I'm not looking at (laughs) you any longer. And I think as the body of Christ, we need to say, you get behind me. You have no authority. You have no authority. I'm not looking through you to my healing. I'm not looking through you to my peace. Mm -hmm. I'm not looking through you for my provision. Get behind me. Yes, exactly. And, and, And focus your eyes on who we live for, who we live from, yep. who we get every good and perfect will yes. from. Yes. I love that. Every That's, good yeah. and perfect gift yeah. comes yeah. from God. We're not going through yeah. Him yeah. to get what we need from God. Yeah. We've got a heavenly Father. And the first thing as sons and daughters, you're yes. a son and you're a daughter. Yes. 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 And when you stop believing that, that's sin. That because is sin. sin just means Who to miss the you mark. You weren't yeah. a daughter. Yes. Yeah. Well, and, and that's where I really see that sin entered, the Bible says, through one man, Adam, but it essentially entered before she even took a bite of the apple because the first sin was to have to believe God was not for her. 
right? That yeah. lie. Yeah. She believed that lie so to say, yeah, I'm going to have yeah. to find out my full potential without yeah, the God. Because yeah. is only a demonstration. Yeah. It was. <laughs> of what the unseen right. is. Yes. And that's where yes. sin yes. starts Amy. in the unseen, uh, yeah. right here where I compromise yeah. with the nature of God. Oh, I believe God really doesn't want me to fulfill my full potential. Yeah. So I've got to start striving, mm -hmm. make it happen on my own. That's good. That's a lie. But yeah. the enemy is a coward. And yeah. everybody has to know that he stands back off of all of us and he throws us thoughts. Yes. And I love the scripture you gave about de demolishing those things that yeah. come up against the word of God. Mm -hmm. Because if we don't demolish those things, like you were saying, they will demolish us. Yeah. Yeah. And we can't let them have the last word. You're mm -hmm. giving that, you know, even talking about Jesus and Satan, how Satan was coming to him and just giving them if you are, yeah, you yeah. know, Jesus always had the last word. Yes. But if we don't know to have the last word, right. we will so let the good. enemy have the last word. Yes. And I'm just determined I'm not going to let him have the last word. Right. He has no authority, no. but yeah. we give him that authority and that rule over our lives. And then yeah, when we come into agreement, when we come him. into yeah. agreement with it and, yeah. and agreement can just be letting him talk yes. yeah. because have you ever been in a conversation before and some kind of gossip starts and you're like, I don't even want to be here because, mm -hmm. because <laughs> if I don't correct what I'm hearing, they're taking it as I agree yes. with them. Right. Yes. And that's how the enemy right. works too. Yes. Is like, yes. if we don't speak up and say, wait say a minute, something. cause that's yeah. a violent word. Demolish. Mm -hmm. That, that means you don't get to tuck that away in the pantry and right. hang on to that lie and think right. about it later. You, you totally obliterate yes. it. Yes. And you have to do that by using the yeah. word of God. Yeah. I tell you what makes it easy for me to replace the lies of the enemy with the truth um, of the Word of God and, and what God says about me is um, is coming into the presence of God. You know, um, yes, I'm a worship leader, but all of us are called to worship the Lord, you know, open up the book of Psalms. David didn't write the book of Psalms um, just for singers and musicians. It's there for all of us. And so we all have the privilege of coming into the presence of God. And so when I worship him and I begin to look at him, um, focus my attention and my, uh, my heart, my affections on him, uh, man, that it, 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 it's the fear falls away. Um, all those little things that creep into my mind um, fall away when I um, when I put my affection and my attention on the Lord. You know, our TV and studios in Italy has now like almost four thousand olive trees wow. on it, and so we had to go the other day because they're massively pruning these trees, and so. We're there for a few days. They start just really cutting back for better fruit. Harvest, yeah. <laughs> You know, better harvest mm -hmm. in the next couple of years. Anyway, we came back. So what they do is that on the bottom of olive trees are these sucker branches yeah. all over it, mm. just all over it. So you got to cut those sucker branches yeah. off of the main tree because mm -hmm. there's thousands of year old trees on that property. Mm -hmm. And, oh, it just looks so much better better, you know, yeah. and we came back a couple of weeks later because we had went over to Israel and all along the bottom, these sucker branches are back, are back yeah. all wow. over the bottom of these trees. And we're like, 
go get go get a knife. Go get this yeah. <laughs> the sword of the spirit. Yeah. We gotta cut right. these sucker branches that are trying to get the life mm -hmm. out of this tree. Yeah. yeah. And so the, the gardener shows up and we said, What's with what, yeah. look at him? And he goes, these have to be trimmed every 30 days. You have to go along and keep these sucker oh, branches on. I thought mm, that'll preach. Yeah, <laughs> preach. yeah. You know, it's a it's a constant, mm -hmm. just life. Those yeah. sucker branches yeah. growing, yeah. and you just have to have your your sword of the spirit. You have to have the which is yeah. this mm -hmm. yeah. the word of God mm -hmm. yeah. to just take care of things and keep it all cleaned up. Right, yes. right. So that you can thrive in life. Yeah, because mm -hmm. the enemy he throws us thoughts. We can't control what comes in, but we can control how we keep it there, yeah. right. what we think about, yeah. you know? And so when we take authority over that, because he's going to keep throwing, and you got, it's a daily yes. thing. Yes. It's a daily process. Yeah. As we're sitting here talking about this, I'm I'm thinking about um, our 13-year-old our son is on the autism spectrum, and from he was diagnosed at age four. And so, you know, someone on the spectrum often, you know, so they deal with actions or thoughts that continue, right? It's yeah. like... Um, it's like a, a loop. Like a loop. Yep, I am. And so from the time he was young, you know, as he was in behavioral therapy and, and they, therapists taught us how to um, deal with that, right? Because the more you focus on the negative yes. behavior, the more it increases, Absolutely. the more it grows. So I yes. can say all day, mm -hmm. Carson, stop saying that. And, and it's just going to continue. Mm -hmm. So the key is, as a therapist say, mm -hmm ignore it mm -hmm. and yep. redirect it. Yeah. Wow. Stop it right there. Don't even ignore it, mm -hmm. redirect that's it. And that's how we, yeah. that's what we do with our yes. unhealthy thoughts, yes. right? With the, the, the lies, the thoughts that the enemy comes to our, you know, our yes. mind with, I'm going to ignore it and I'm going to turn to the word of God. I'm going to mm -hmm. redirect mm -hmm. it yes. mm -hmm. right. to truth. And, and how that works, we'll just get kind of on the big idea here. Yeah. This is just weird grandma, but you know, in the universe, <laughs> God's, enormous universe. Yeah. There is no empty space. Right. You go in your backyard, you start digging, you go in that olive yeah. vineyard. And what's going to happen is you big hole, mm -hmm. but not too long. No. Mm -hmm. The earth will fill itself mm -hmm. in. How about your closet? You clean it out. You meddling now. You meddling now, Rob. And so that closet just fills back <laughs> up yeah. with stuff that we have filled it. My yeah. point that yeah. I'm trying to get to is that when we realize our mind is that soil, yeah. it yeah. is who we are, and you know, it's our soul. Our mind is our soul. It needs to be discipled, mm -hmm. yes. it needs to be like that vineyard. And when there's no empty space, that means instead of beating yourself down mm -hmm. and allowing those thoughts that are negative to just continue to grow, mm -hmm. you've got to go in and you've got to plant something. Sure, you pull that out with the weapons of our warfare. You pull that weed, that negative thing out, yeah. but you've got to plant something or else that's that's going to be a cavity, and that right. cavity is going to fill up. And yeah. one more time, you're going to be in that same exact situation. You've got yeah. to put something new yes. in new. that space of yes. what you really want. Every day, I take time to listen, to read, and to just meditate. Some people say, well, what, what does that mean? That means I just think.
For me, I do a lot of walking as part of my exercise plan. And in a very practical way, I count my steps, I check my heart rate, but I also put on headsets, I listen to the word, I listen to people as they teach the word, and I've discovered that I'm able to focus for that amount of time, it could be an hour, it might be two, could just be 15 minutes depending on my schedule. But when I turn my attention away, and when I lift my attention up, when I elevate my thinking, I elevate my life. And that's what renewing our thoughts is, claiming God's word in our own life. Amy was talking about the idea that the thought leads to the word, the word leads to the action. And mm -hmm. for moms and dads, especially as you're parenting, those thoughts lead to word, the words lead to action, mm -hmm. but the actions lead to habits. Mm -hmm. yes. And habits lead to character. Yeah. Ultimately, character leads to destiny. It leads yeah. to legacy. Right. And I do think that sometimes we think, oh, it's all right. I'm just going to watch this show. Now, I don't mean to get you to meddling. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not going to, you know, I'm just going to watch this. Yeah. And we allow this yeah. stuff into our mind gate, our mm -hmm. eye gate, and we participate in systems yeah. by choosing yeah. entertainment, mm -hmm. music, friendships. Mm -hmm. We let that girl just keep talking. Well, I didn't say anything about her. No, you let her go on and give you the juicies. Right. And we, <laughs> right. as, we as women, yeah. we allow that stuff and mm -hmm. here we are. No, mm -hmm. no, no. There's no empty space. Right. Yeah. And I've got yeah. to fill the yeah. space in my home, yeah. in my heart. Mm -hmm. I can't be that person. You say, well, I, I'm not like her. I'm not. No, you speak. Speak what you want to be, not yes. what exists. And the scripture says that what's invisible becomes visible when we take authority. Yeah. And I mean, I can talk a long time about what didn't exist right. and does exist because yeah. of an idea yeah. that became a word. Every one of us have kids. Yeah. We had an idea. <laughs> it was a good idea. That led to an action. <laughs> Somebody else might have had an idea. Right, there we yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, if we could just dive just a little bit deeper, can we do that yes. for just a minute? Um, because you know, I've known the word all my life. I'm a pastor's kid, and I recognize that because the battle was in my mind. I, my mind the enemy, essentially, my soul, had access to every scripture I'd ever memorized. Mm -hmm. And I began to build a case for disobeying God because it was more comfortable. Ooh, now talk about mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. with yeah. scripture. With scripture, because it was more, I was building my theology around my experience. Mm -hmm. And it, mm -hmm. does that make sense? Sure. I would lower my theology to match my experience. Mm -hmm. right. And a lot of, I mean, there's pastors and preachers everywhere that they preach messages out of context because they're trying to preach their opinion. Absolutely. So yeah. they gather scriptures yeah. that back that up. And I, I wasn't raised that way. And, um, I just how not to do that. That's, yes. <laughs> right. You don't do that. But I think because we're talking about combating lies with the word of God, I think there's an essential bedrock lie we have to address. Mm -hmm. And that lie with the word of God is 
that God is for us. Yeah. That is the essential thing that every other thing has to be built on. All theology, Mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. And where I really gained territory up here Mm -hmm. was um, when I memorized Romans 8 because I recognized that the, the case the enemy was building against me, this scripture and these verses demolished Mm. that argument. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. So (laughs) Romans 8, it says this, it says, and I love this because anything that bad, bad that ever happens in the world, you know, we can go through this, but Mm -hmm. where it says, you know, what shall we say in response to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Mm -hmm. And, And it says for he who did not spare his own his son. Own. Yeah. I love that How scripture. would he not also, mm-hmm. along with him, yeah. graciously give us all good things? On, that man. completely demolishes anything that the enemy yeah. tries mm-hmm. to tell you yes. God doesn't want you mm-hmm. to have, yeah. anything good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right there, that demolishes. Is he already bankrupt heaven for yeah. me? Yeah. Why would he withhold any good mm-hmm. thing from me? Mm-hmm. He is for me. And then it goes into, I, you know, nothing will separate me from the love of yes. God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it starts with the small things that could separate you, right? Yeah. It starts with, um, you know, pestilence mm-hmm. and, and sword, and it goes through all of these things that could separate you. Because I think what happens is we dismiss the small things mm-hmm. and think a thought really isn't that big of a deal. Right. A word, that really, and I let myself by with that word. Mm-hmm. Even That action, I only looked at something I wasn't supposed to one time, mm-hmm. you know, maybe twice, who cares? And we, we the enemy wants, he counts on us dismissing that yeah. those small things will separate us mm-hmm. from the love of God. Right. Because if we let the small things separate us, yeah. we never get to to sword. Yeah. We we'll never stand up for the name of Jesus mm-hmm. against a sword or an army, right? right? Yeah. Or an oppressive yeah. situation mm-hmm. because we we can't even stand up for the love of God and we we're not inseparable, mm-hmm. right? right. Yeah. And, and we're think, not obedient. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think that idea of I I go, okay, I will be inseparable. I will not allow any argument that the enemy raises up to allow me to be separated from the love of God. And even in the midst of my family, or we might all have political different beliefs, or, um, you know, we have uh, same-sex marriage couples that come to the church. And my feeling on that is I want to win the opportunity Mm -hmm. for them to be able to hear the heart of God. I don't want an usher. I don't want somebody else making the decision of whether or not they can receive. I want everybody to be able to sit here and hear the heart of God because no thing should cause them to be not separated from the love of God, right? Mm -hmm. They should be able to encounter the love of God, whatever their belief is. And once they encounter the love of God, he'll do all of the things that he needs to do to bring them into a discipleship path, right? Mm -hmm. Because you touched on something that was so powerful yesterday, the difference between knowing God as Savior and Lord. Mm -hmm. Lord. And there's a lot of people that live their life, Christians, Mm -hmm. that need a rescuer. Mm -hmm. They're always praying for a break through all the time and they can never, they're, you know, they're always the tail and not the head and beneath and not above. And, and they live in that sort of just salvation zone. And it's like, we, we got to challenge ourselves as believers to stop needing to be rescued by brother wonderful or supernatural preacher or somebody that, that you want to go to a meeting so that you can be prayed for. You have authority over your flesh. 
to live in the victory that Jesus Christ came and died and purchased for you, it is important that you replace every lie that would try to get in your sweet little ears and replace it with what God says about you, with what God has in store for you. He says, every good and perfect thing I have for you. And if we'll just accept that and believe that and receive it and remember that God is a good God and that all good things comes from the Father above. Um, that's what we need and that's what, we, what, that's what will help us to live in victory throughout everything in our lives, every day of your life. You can walk in victory if you keep your mind on Christ. Explore more of the stories and inspiring content you love from Better Together on our YouTube channel, Better Together TV. Subscribe today and never miss a new upload. What do you do if you have so many people at home now viewing and they hear so many differences when it comes to the Word of God? You know, it's like we teach that God, you know, the Word, Romans 8, how He'll give you, if He gave you Jesus, how much more would He give you, right? Yes. So we, we know that in the Scripture, but yet we hear that you got to go through this or you got to suffer and you can't have, or sometimes God says yes, sometimes God says no. You have so many people that are suffering because they don't know how to balance it out. Either his promises are yes, yes. or they aren't. Mm -hmm. So like, what is it? How mm -hmm. do I, you know, how do I combat that? People are like, well, you know, if, if I suffer with him, I'll rule with him. Mm -hmm. And he said, I've been hated mm -hmm. in this world. You're going to be hated too. Mm -hmm. So right. we know that we have mm -hmm. an enemy, right, that right. hates us. Mm -hmm. We know we're going to go through things. Mm -hmm. But we also know that we serve a God that isn't sending us an enemy to make us better. But you know that's the, the theology, if you will, that's going around now. It's like you got to suffer through things. You got to go through things. You got to struggle. And it's like, how yeah. many of us would really make our kids suffer yeah. Yeah. to be better? No, yeah. no. Attributing any evil to God right. is evil. Mm -hmm. right. So we can't, he, he didn't come from him. He didn't originate it. He didn't send evil to make us better. Right. That's not the God we serve. Right. And that right. is the essential lie. Yeah. We have to win. That's yeah. the bedrock of our faith. I promise you us. that just ministered to just about everybody yeah. that's yeah. viewing. Yeah. Because a lot of people think, okay, if God has allowed me to go through this, then I must have done something wrong or he's trying to teach me a lesson. And it's like, right, that's right. not the and God we serve. God is an army in himself. There is only one true God, and He promises that He will take care of His children. And it doesn't matter when we feel alone or whether we are alone. The truth is, the Bible says you're never alone, that He takes care of His children. To know him in the fellowship of his suffering is like, my life is not my own, mm -hmm. you know? And so it's and not- there's, there's no suffering. Like, I mean, there's no, sorry, there's no fellowship. Yeah. Like you share with someone who has walked the broken road you've walked. Yeah. Because that's why in the place I'm in right now where mm -hmm. COVID, because of COVID, people aren't allowed to go in where I get treatment for cancer. Mm -hmm. You're not allowed to bring a mother or a sister or a friend. Yeah. So I am- 
there as an ambassador mm -hmm. and I can sit next to someone who's having chemo mm -hmm. while I've ha I'm having my treatment and mm -hmm. the fellowship of that suffering wow, come on. is unlike anything else. Mm -hmm. And that's why when we suffer, he said, you will suffer. Mm -hmm. You will have trials. I'm not sending right. it to you, right. but you will because you're not of this world. Yeah. You're yeah. not. You're going to be hated. Yeah. You're going to yeah. go through things. But when you do... Mm -hmm. You'll have a piece of me and a conversations yes. with me that nobody else has yeah. between you and I. Cause I know what it feels like to be despised and rejected. Yeah. I know what it feels like. He does. And that's why if we can lean into that and go, God is for me. Yes. God is for yes. me. Yes. He is for me. And I will not come in agreement with any other word against God. Yeah. 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 That's really where we lost in the garden, and that's where we win right now, yeah. is not entertaining that God is not for my full potential. Yeah. He's for me in every way, and whatever's happened to me, this is what I say to the enemy, is I'm like, yeah, I'm walking through the cancer unit. Yes, I'm here with other grave cases. Yes, but you know what? I believe God trusts me with his reputation. Yep. He trusts me that I can walk through the valley of the shadow of death and I'll still declare he is good. Mm, yes. yes. He trusts me. Yeah. That means it's like we had to part ways while we walk around this hard place and I may not see or, or hear him in the same intimate way and I have to walk through the darkness for a while. Mm -hmm. But he, he showed me something. He's like, Amy, if you're going to walk through the valley of the shadow of death, turn the lights on while you're down there. Come on. Because there are other people that will follow you that have to be here. Learn everything you can about this valley because what I've learned is that valley is connected to the mountain of authority yes. that I'll gain because of it. Absolutely. And, and whatever your story is, it may not be cancer, whatever your story is, God did not create the suffering, Yeah, but he validates you and it actually amplifies your anointing and authority Yeah, in such a profound yeah. way. You know, that uh, Psalms 23 that you just said, even though I walk, yeah. I would rather run yeah. <laughs> through yeah. the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no, no evil, evil, for thou you art with, with me. me. Yes. My rod and my staff, you comfort me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it. it I, I just go back to Job every time I hear stuff like that because I can't imagine what Job went through. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you just read it, you know, and he never did. Um, not one time. Not one time. Loses Which faith. is evidence, like Which is evidence. was saying, that yeah. it's, it's a theological inaccurate. It's kind of a cop-out that the idea that I am not going to speak with authority. See, I heard someone say just recently through this pandemic, so many people quit church. Mm -hmm. They're just not participating anymore. And we made the mistake of mistaking longevity for maturity. Yes. And yeah, just because people have been in church, around yeah. church, yes. talking right. religious words, mm -hmm. does not mean that they're mature right. in the spirit and that yeah. they understand mm -hmm. what really is going on. And exactly. I personally, I look at you, Amy, and I'm listening to your testimony right now, and I'm mm -hmm. thinking, see, that inspires my faith. Yeah. That's right. a God idea. Yep. That's not diminishing what anybody else has said or done. I'm just saying that's that, that raises my hope. That lifts yeah. my heart. That means that when I get out and tomorrow I face the next new thing, I'm going to remember Amy's 
word mm -hmm. that even cancer, God didn't send it. Mm -hmm. I'm not here to turn into some better person because I went through it. I'm already his girl. Yes. He already That's loves right. me. I'm already not perfect in myself, but through Christ Jesus, that's how God sees right. us. Yes. Right. I think we're, we beat each ourselves up and even each other a lot thinking, oh, well, you should be or I should be and I'm not enough and I can't do it. And the truth is, I'm already that's right. perfect. Yes. You understand yes. what I'm yes. trying to say in the context yes. of knowing that God couldn't even see me except for through the cross yes. yeah. and that Jesus is the bridge. Let me encourage you today. I understand that there are so many believers that believe that God does not have their best interests at heart. Listen, you are the heart of God. God only thinks about you. God is always perfecting those things that concern you. Guess what? He has not forgotten about you. Regardless of how many times you see others that are prospering and receiving everything that they are believing God for manifest in their life and not in yours, guess what? You are still on the very heart of God. Let me encourage you today. Don't throw in the towel. Don't quit because God is thinking about you. Well, it's like Job, he never questioned the integrity of God. Right. Right? No. And then God right. says, where were you? Yes. And man, if you just read that, open your Bible to yes. the to yes, Job, to it. the yeah. end chapters. Where, where were, were you, you? when I pulled the waters from the sea? Yes. And he just yeah. goes yeah. into yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, and then resume. Job is like, we're cool, God. Yes. <laughs> he says, I have heard about you before. <laughs> But now I have seen you. Yes. And I can't, when I see people walk through things, when I see the death of a child, when I see the death of people that you love or someone walking through the valley of the shadow of death, my mind always go to, man, they are going to get a glimpse of God. Yeah. Yeah. That I want to glean on. Yes. <laughs> I want yes. and, and I think that's what's so powerful even about these conversations is that you're walking through stuff and you're walking through stuff and you're walking. We're mm -hmm. all walking through In stuff. Yeah. I don't want to really have to go through that. Mm -hmm. So give me what you got. Right. Right. Give me what what do you, how have you seen God that's move? Good. Yeah. Give me your faith. How yeah. has it changed? Yeah. Let me listen to you yeah. and let me get those those glimpses of God yeah. for myself, because I'm going to have to walk through my own valley. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But but through these things, I think God does such a work inside of us mm -hmm. that only He can do. Right, yeah. and it's just gaining revelation from God that is so powerful and right. so priceless. Yeah, you know that you'll see God in so many facets mm -hmm. yeah. of His holiness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and then we get to see him face to face yeah. one yes. day. You know, this this life right this here is a end. It's not it. No, yes. I'm not our so own. glad it's not the end, right? No, I was getting ready to just say, just to piggyback off of something you said. I mean, it lets you know these conversations that you are not a freak of nature. Yeah. Like you're the only one that's going through it, and this gives hope for you to share your story like that. Is that's just powerful, and so you you know that people are hearing 
they have cancer all the time. And so for you to even be here to demonstrate your strength and to yeah. show that, hey, yeah. this isn't going to overcome me. I overcome yeah, it. Amen. Well, and the hope that I just pray really pours out is that I... I go days, if not weeks, without thinking about cancer mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. I mean, does that tell you yeah. if you just keep going, mm -hmm. you know what? I know God's for me. Mm -hmm. I know he's ordered my days. I have nothing to fear. Mm -hmm. And I think what you said about Job is so powerful because before we pray, I think uh, just a real clear word of instruction is with Job, his friends tried to force him mm -hmm. to either blame God for his problems mm -hmm. or to, to blame himself, yeah. to admit to a wrongdoing he didn't have. And that is what I struggled with with cancer. And I know other people do, whether it's divorce or mm -hmm. anything that happens to you, maybe that you didn't fully co-sign on and it's yeah. it's happened yeah. to you, um, that people go, well, it has to be your sin or either God's not good. Mm -hmm. It's one or the other because they want to force your theology to extremes. Yeah. And I would just caution everybody that's watching and listening that stick to your guns. Yeah. God is good. Yes. And I'm not going to say I did something to deserve cancer mm. because I didn't mm. under my understanding. I, yeah. I haven't done anything. It's not a penalty for mm -hmm. any kind of sin. Mm -hmm. yeah. It happened. Greater people than me <laughs> have passed on to glory. You know, and that was their their last days involved that disease. Yeah, so yeah. It, it it bad things are going to happen yeah. to good people, right. and uh, God is still good, He's and it doesn't change good. His nature. Yeah. So I just want to pray as we close today for those that um, just have needed an infusion of hope. Father, I just thank you that your Spirit is right here, and we feel you. And one of your names is Comforter. And I thank you that your Comforter, like a warm blanket off of a bed, is being wrapped around every need, every individual heart that's hurting right now, that's participated in this conversation, Lord. God, that you would just be present with them right now in this struggle. Father, that your nature, your goodness is shining through the darkness of what they're walking through right now. Lord, I thank you right now that as they open their heart to the truth of who you are, every lie is being uprooted in the name of Jesus. We lay an ax to the root of everything that has been spoken against you as a good God right now. Every lie of the enemy, every accusation, that has come against to drive a wedge against you and your daughters right now. Father, I thank you right now that we see the enemy for who he is and we speak, get behind me right now. You are not a part of my future. Father, I thank you right now that you are instilling the authority that you are revealing right now through your word that you have qualified those that have walked through the valley of the shadow of death, that there is nothing they've walked through that has been too much to disqualify them. It's actually what you are using, God, to raise them up in this day. And Father, I thank you right now that your word never returns void, but it accomplishes that which you sent it to do. And we speak to the harvest that will come forth, the harvest of faith, the harvest of hope. In Jesus' name we pray today. Amen and amen.